This FPL season has definitely been go, go, go. A nonstop hustle all the time. Matches, deadlines, unexpected blank and double game weeks, on top of everything the real world has had in store. Sometimes you need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. For me personally, supporting Fulham during this last year has been a true roller coaster ride. Honestly, when that Adama Traore goal flew past Areola in the 92nd minute of game week 31, the only thing that saved my mental state, the only thing that calmed my nerves, was cracking open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And listen, everyone, summer is pretty much here. It's about to get hot in New York. An ice-cold Coors Light is such a perfect way for me to beat that summertime heat. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hail Cheaters, and welcome to the Always Cheating Fantasy Premier League Podcast. It's good to be back. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? Indeed, it is good to be back, Josh. This is kind of the soft launch of our 2019-2020 FPL preview coverage, right? So we're, we're going to cover price predictions today, and then we have a slew of other team preview and tips for success podcasts coming up. So we're kind of just getting right back into the groove now. It's not even July yet, though. It's not even July, but this one is, you know, it's funny because we had this one scheduled for Sunday. The official fantasy website was teasing out some player prices like a week and a half ago. And I was like, oh, man, this podcast is going to be completely worthless uh, by the time we actually get this thing recorded. But they have not teased it out. We're recording this on Sunday. My guess is that they start rolling out prices on Monday. So I think we're getting this in just before prices start getting announced. And the way they've done it the last couple of years is they roll about one or two a day. Um, and so we want to get on the record all of our predictions for all the player prices for next season. Um, we're, we're not, we're not, obviously, we're not going to do like 200 players. We're, we're going to do um, a few interesting players at Man City, Liverpool, kind of all the European teams. Uh, we'll look at the promoted teams, and then we'll look at a few other interesting players, the the Jamie Vardy types, um, um, as we go. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, this is always a fun podcast to do. Uh, this is the podcast where you infamously said that Mo Salah would be priced at $6.5 million going into uh yeah i I think the phrase i used was that mo salah would be wildly inessential during the (laughs) 17 18 17 18 right yeah so i'm hoping that that one somehow came back to bite me I hope we have some very bold, very bad predictions in this podcast as well. And and hopefully yeah. just by by going through this and making surprise predictions, hopefully it sort of gets your brain firing a little bit and thinking about these players and you know the whole um you know, the whole way to have a successful season really is to get on some players that that are sort of 
inefficiently priced, you know, or yes. inefficiently is quite the right word, but sort of maybe like uh, incorrectly priced, um, lower than they should be, um, or they just uh, kind of take off, you know, it's like, a, you know, a, a player who's who's shown a lot of promise finally puts it all together. Um, and uh, I think we definitely have some candidates like that in this bunch. So, um, yeah. Brandon, we have some updates, though, don't we, before we get into our prices? Yeah, one little bit of housekeeping. Uh, Patreon updates are incoming. We've had some good meetings with Patreon reps over the last week. We've got some great ideas on how to improve and streamline the Patreon experience. We love all of you who already support Always Cheating. Your support through Patreon is what helps make this podcast possible week to week. Of course, the biggest feature that we're probably going to start when the season starts, like right before game week one, the free bonus podcast each week that goes to just our Patreon supporters. Uh, that's really the biggest feature. But we're going to add some bells and whistles, tinker with the pricing tiers a little bit just to make things easier for our listeners. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yep, exactly. And, um, yep, I have... <laughs> I said exactly. Uh, I was listening to you. Usually when I say exactly, it means I wasn't listening to you. In this case, I was, but I just now realize I have nothing to add. So let's uh, let's move. Oh, okay. Here's what I was going to add. My prediction, Brandon, for when the game will actually launch. Okay. Okay. That is yeah. that is Friday, July 5th, the year of our Lord 2019. That's what I predict the fantasy site launches. Do you want to get a, a prediction on the record here? Yeah, let me get on the record here. I'm actually just pulling up my calendar. It's sort of like prices, right? Rules. I want to go. I want to bet one dollar below you. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, I would want to go one dollar above you. <laughs> so you're saying July 5th. I'm going to say Tuesday, July 9th. Wow. Okay, that feels too late to me. But okay, let's let's see. Uh, I would that I feel like, well, I don't know, but I guess if you don't do it that Friday, you're not going to do it over the weekend. Right. So here, here's the yeah. thing about launching the game is we're about to talk about a slew of players that were heroes from last season. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of players that will already be loaded into the game whenever it launches. But I remember Fulham when the game launched, Fulham had, I think, eight players uh, in, the entire in the game. Team. Yeah. So. I really don't see a huge point for the Premier League to hustle to launch this thing in early July, given all the transfer news that's going to be hitting even in the following weeks. So, hey, what's what's the rush? It doesn't (laughs) feel too late. I guess that's true. And yeah, that that was weird with Fulham. It was like basically like the kit got promoted. Like that (laughs) that was the only thing that actually came up with Fulham. Uh, Yeah, I guess I guess Mitrovic, too. I remember, Uh, too, some of the. some of the kits when the game launched were sort of like highlighted as not final. Uh, some of the some of the teams either hadn't. I think it was they hadn't actually secured a sponsor, a kit sponsor. Yeah. So like Fulham didn't know uh, who was going to appear on the front of their shirt, things like that. So even yeah, the that, kits weren't final. That first week when the uh, when the game launches is really for the the most hardcore fans. Like there's always you know there's, there's a sort of running tally before the season gets started, and then you know eventually get up to you know, three, four, five, six million. You know, I think we are. I think we crusted six million last year, but that first week after the game launches, it's like forty thousand people for like <laughs> for like a week. It's like just the most hardcore people. That's it. Of course, the yeah, the reason yeah. why we want to know exactly when the game launches because we're hardcore is one reason and one reason only. That's to get the lowest possible team ID number possible. Yeah. 
Exactly. I I did. You cracked the top thousand last year, right? I think I was yeah, around five five thirteen. I was very yeah. happy with that. I think I was like fourteen thirty or something like that. Nineteen ninety seven. I remember. Uh, Is that exactly. what it was? That's yep. not bad. That's not bad. So I actually finished an overall rank lower than my my team numbers. So there you that's go. That's an bad. interesting yeah. metric. Can you yeah. beat your team ID? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good goal to usually set for yourself. Usually it's like 210,000, so it's a little easier to to hit. Yeah. Uh, all right, should we get right into these predictions, Brennan? Yeah, okay. So I think you mentioned this, but just as a recap, you set up our running order, Josh. So we're going to start with the highlights from Champions League teams, then moving on to Europa League teams. And then we'll we'll try our hand with these these new players from promoted sides. Just a handful. And we have just, just one or two key players from these sides. It's basically just a, a trial balloon to see if we can even pronounce these player names. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and, yeah, and then a, a quick there's lighting. A new, there's a new Yota, so that's that's going to be, you know, that alone, right? Yes, exactly. Hota. 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 We're gonna, I'm actually, right. I'm going to try and spell things out uh, phonetically for us to help us. That's <laughs> kind of like what we do with our producer um, patrons at the end of the podcast. Some of them are... Right are good enough to get phonetic spelling so we don't mess up the pronunciation. So, yeah, and then a quick lightning round of some other key players. So let's kick it off with the Champions League teams. Manchester City is first. Which players do we want to tackle? All right, Brad, we've got a handful. We've got six players here we're going to tackle. And, we're, you know, obviously we're going to spend, if we feel it's necessary, we can spend more time on some, less time on others. Uh, so the first player we have here is Sergio Kun Aguero. Uh, he had 21 goals, 11 assists last season, finished the season at 12 million. Um, he actually started the season at 11 million. So he rose a uh, full million. Uh, he had 21 goals, 11 assists this season, had 21 and six the previous season. So uh, what's your prediction for Sergio Aguero, Brandon? Mm, my prediction, uh, I'm curious to get the read on what my predictions are here. I feel like some of them are are, are pretty straightforward and boring, but yeah. I think Aguero is going to, he's going to pick up where he left off. He's going to kick thing. He's going to start at 12 million even. Even 12 million. Yeah. I think 11, five, I, 12 million seems reasonable. I, I don't think he's going to get as many starts this season as he did last season. Um, he yep. basically became the de facto premier league starter, uh, with, with Jesus playing a lot of Europe, Europe, European matches, at least in the first half of the season. And the second half, he just kind of played all of them when he was healthy. Um, so I think, I think 11, five, um, 12 million, I would, I would buy 11 million. I would believe <laughs> but 11.5 yeah. 11. i feel like uh what's sting uh, what's that sing song it's like a sunday would be field fields of gold yeah i think there's a song by <laughs> by, by sting called seven days i can't believe i know okay. this song but it's anyway it's i sort of said it like he sings in that song so look you, it up on Spotify, you and your dad right? rock well I, I, so the the <laughs> The biggest news related to that discussion between Aguero and Jesus was it's been announced that Jesus now has the number nine on the back of his shirt, which oh, is, wow. you know, the most traditional striker number that one can have. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? Are we reading the tea leaves? Is Jesus like immediately straight in as, as starting the starting striker? He hasn't shown a whole lot with Brazil at the Copa America just yet. And he didn't exactly set the world on fire last season. So I think I, I think F, FPL is not going to go so far as to try to predict who is going to get more starts between Aguero and, and Jesus. I think they're going to play more to the fans in this case. And Aguero right. had such an amazing season there. Therefore, I think he gets the 12 mil price tag. 
I think so. I, I kind of hope he doesn't because I feel like that really does kind of price him out a little bit, maybe. It's such a, you know, considering some of the changes that may happen this year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I well, believe it. Regardless, we are, I, I do tend to agree with you. And, and regardless, I think we're getting ever closer to Aguero's career taking a downturn or his performance taking right. a downturn. Exactly. He's not getting any younger. But I mean, Robin Van Persie was still getting priced to like 13 million before, you know, by the time he was still. Yeah, by the time he was basically like I think it was maybe his last year at Manchester United, he was still like twelve five or something. So right, right, right. But you you could look to players like Wayne Rooney, who like you're saying along the lines of Van Persie, Wayne Rooney was still fully like on the downturn and getting these like uh, yeah higher than ten mil, like ten five. That's true. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the the Lukaku. Like that's Lukaku is going to start being like that, right? He's going to be actually Alexis Sanchez is the new version of that where he's he's got these like incredibly mm-hmm. high prices and uh, you know he scored one goal in the Premier League last season. Um all right, well I don't think we're going to spend that long at everybody, but that was like I, I feel like I like I sort of got my toes in the water now Brandon. I'm ready to ready to do this. Okay. Raheem Sterling, another tricky one. 17 goals, 15 assists last season. Um, He actually had 18 goals and 17 assists the season before that, Um, although he actually finished with five more points this year. I think he had – um, I think he played a few more minutes and uh, also racked up more bonus points year over year. So he started last season at 11 million, ended the season at 11.7 million. What is Raheem Sterling's starting price, Brandon? I'm going big with this one, Joshua. 12 okay. 5 for Raheem Sterling. Wow. I think he's going to get a talismanic bump. He was definitely the star of the team this season. And uh, yeah, there it is 12 5. I'm shocked. That is shocking. Are you? You said you have an Excel grid. Are you writing mine mine down as we go as yeah, well? Yeah, I am. Okay, yeah. So we're great. gonna I'm, we're gonna track all of our price predictions so we great. have them for posterity. Post, yeah, maybe we'll post them on our website. Uh, for Raheem Sterling, I've got 11 million. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the same price as last season. I think uh, basically the same return. Um, actually, down just a little bit in terms of just the the goal and assist numbers. Um, so I think 11 million is where he starts. That, that's a pretty wide one. That's a 1.5 million difference there. Yeah, I'm shocked. I I really am. <laughs> I'm shocked. All right, you Bernardo, don't think that the uh, uh, yeah? Well, we we can argue about that offline. You think you think that's too low? You think uh, he should be? I don't know. It's just, that's how much better can he do? I, I mean, maybe he deserves yeah. it. I mean, he finishes the overall. Where did he finish in terms of top points overall in the league? I think he was probably uh, he was like third overall. It looks like so. Well, I let mean, me ask you this: fair. how what, how how do you when you're thinking about the price predictions? How do you weight perception versus reality? So I, I hear I you know when you, you say like. Okay, so let me explain. So year on year, you're pointing out like Sterling's goal and assist output um, is is tremendous but steady. So mm-hmm. why would that mean that he'd have a, a huge 1.5 price bump this season? I can see your logic there. But um, so that would be reality. Perception, I feel, would be Raheem Sterling had yet another – he further broke out with Manchester mm-hmm. City and Pep this season. And I think he will get the – star of the show FPL bump via that. So that's yeah. the perception. Okay. Well that's it's an interesting point. I I'm gonna stick with my with my prediction, but I I respect your argument. 
How about we'll that? We'll agree to disagree. Very good then. <laughs> All right. All right who's we got, next? We got a couple more Man City players here. Bernardo Silva, a very interesting one. He's seven, he had seven goals, eight assists last season. Finished season with uh, 7.8 million. Uh, he was up from six goals and five assists the season before that. I'm not sure the, the numbers, is that, you know, the goal assist numbers really tell the full story with him, though. I think that by the end of the season, he was really emerging as one of the real class players in that club and and a player that I think a lot of people have on their uh, you know, kind of watch list heading into next season. Yeah. So uh, I'm going, I, I agree with all that. And that what is what puts me at 8.5 for Bernardo. Me too. I knew it. I knew we were going to go with the, <laughs> that, that is the David Silva price is the, <laughs> yeah. Bernardo Silva got the David, excuse me, the David Silva price, uh, 8.5 million. It's got to be what the price he starts at. And uh, yeah, he's, he's yep. the new Silva. Yeah. All right. This this next one I think is really interesting. Uh, yes. Kevin De Bruyne, two goals, three assists last season. Huge season for him. Uh, no, just kidding. Of course, he had a very snake bitten season. Tons of injuries. Um, looked good when he played. However, uh, finished season at nine point six million. I think he started the season at ten million. So uh, he had you know so he had two goals, three assists last season. He did have eight goals at eighteen the previous season and six and twenty one the season before that. That was the year that. Uh, he led the league in assists. Um, so what is your – now, granted, when we think about these prices too, we can't think of them in just a, a one-year vacuum. You know, like the game will account for for injuries and things like that, um, as we'll discuss more, I think, when we get to Spurs. So um, what's your price for KDB? I'm going 9.5. Me too. Wow. All right. Now we're on a roll. That's I, <laughs> Now we are, yeah. Now the always cheating mind meld is beginning. <laughs> exactly. All right. I think we might get this, the, the same ones in these final two as well. Um, okay. So let's go, we'll, we'll, just, we'll do them both quickly. Uh, first one is uh, Laporte. Uh, three goals, three assists last season. 18 clean sheets. Uh, ended the season at 6.3 million. He started 34 of 38 matches. What is your prediction for Emmerich Laporte? 6.5 with a bullet. Boom. I'm with you. <laughs> I think that's going to be his price. These, I think we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these types are, of defenders, I think, mm-hmm. are going to be kind of easy to guess. The Liverpool uh, heavy hitters in defense might be a little trickier, but we Laporte might disagree seems some of those. nailed yeah. on for 6.5. Yeah, and then Ederson, I bet we have the same price for him too. Finish season six. five, five. Yep, yeah, I have six as well. Uh, 5.7 million, 20 clean sheets, and one assist. Now, here's my okay, Brandon, prediction. Bonus prediction for Aderson. How many assists does he end up with ne- next season? Between zero and two. One. I'm going to go with one as well. I'm also going to give him one goal. I think Aderson gets one goal and one assist next season. Going to get a fluky wow, Tim Howard level style goal. This is this is a real he said, she said podcast <laughs> for the amount of times we've disagreed so far. Uh, all right. Uh, Liverpool. Uh, OK, I'm going to take these top three all at once. All right. OK. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, we've got Robertson, zero goals, 12 assists, 21 clean sheets, uh, ended the season at six point seven million, started at six million. Um, that was up from one goal and five assists the year before that. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, one goal, 13 assists. He had one more assist and one more goal than than Robbo. It's kind of funny in the end, right? Because I, I sort of thought of, you know, for two thirds of the season, Robbo was the sort of mm-hmm. definitive, you know, fullback yeah. on that team. Yep. Um, then TA kind of displaced him. Uh, or, or equaled him at least. Uh, then you got yeah. Yeah, Van Dyke with four goals and four assists. Uh, ended the season at six point seven million. Um, one thing I, I didn't add here, Brennan, but I pulled um, as well is that um, in terms of total points for last year, just if you're curious, uh, Robbo finished on two thirteen, uh, Trent finished on two hundred eight, and Van Dyke was all the way down at one eighty five, which was a little surprising. 
yeah, you read those again. Read those again. I think you mixed the names up. Did I mix one of those up? Okay. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Yep. Sorry. Uh, Robertson finished on 213, Van Dyke on 208, and Alexander Arnold at 185. I did flip the the bottom two, didn't I? Yeah. So Van Dyke did finish with uh, 23 more points than Alexander Arnold, which is not a surprise because he played like five or six more matches than Trent. Yeah. 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 And then Van Dyke had a couple of insane matches, like the one in which he scored a brace in like the in the last dying minutes of the game, which definitely is going to boost your overall point score. So the question is how high are you willing to go with these defenders? And (laughs) the further question is, I think what was, what was really interesting with the Liverpool fullback debate or wingback debate, however you want to classify these guys is Mm -hmm. Alexander Arnold was significantly cheaper than Robertson. And um, it really did twist a lot of mini leagues for people who like, I stuck with Robertson from game week one, all the way through the end of the season and he, the die was cast at yep. the end of the season when Alexander Arnold just really started um, surging past Robertson in terms of form uh, that there was added value in terms of he was a, a cheaper price, Alexander Arnold, plus he was really racking up the assists. But mm-hmm. still, the interesting point is that we get to decide based on this significant price discrepancy. I wonder if FPL will keep keep that price discrepancy in tax to force us to choose between Robertson and Alexander Arnold. Therefore I am going really big with Robbo at 7.5 Alexander Arnold, still a very expensive uh, defender, but at 6.5. And what about Van Dyke? Van Dyke, I think is going to also be at 7.5. Wow. Okay. Wow. So yeah, I, I agree. I have Robbo slightly higher than Trent as well. I, I do think that the historical – I mean, Trent is so young, so, I mean, it's – of course, he doesn't have as much of a record as, as Robertson does. But um, I, I, I have Robbo at 7. I have Trent and Van Dyke both at 6.5. So I wasn't I wasn't able to go up to 7.5. That just – that felt a little um, – Maybe uncomfortable. Even putting seven down made me a little, <laughs> little queasy. Uh, not, not unearned by any means. But um, yeah, yeah so, so I've got seven, and then six point five for TA and Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah. I would not be shocked if Trent and Robbo ended up on the same at, at the same price. But I agree with you. I think that um, I think that just slight edge to Robertson for his consistency. And it's kind of like uh, he's kind of in that Aspliqueta category. You know, it's SP versus Alonzo, where yeah. Alonzo, you know, just gets more attacking returns, but he tends to get some early subs, you know, especially at the end of last season, he was getting out of the squad a little bit. Um, and so he, they end up kind of on the, on the same amount of points, you know? And so, um, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I, I think Virgil van Dyke is going to get like PFA player of the year bump. Mm. And the fact that he will be assured for FPL managers to start all 38 game weeks, he has the goal threat. I think that he is going to surprise a lot of people for having a higher price tag than you'd think. Okay. I, I would I would not be shocked, but I'm I'm sticking with my predictions here. Um all right. So we got uh now we got the two actually we'll take these other three all in in, in tandem as well, because they're all the same 
they're all in that same category. So we've got Sale, Mane, and Firmino. So Sala first, he's got uh, 22 goals and uh, 12 assists on the season. Very nice return, ended up tied for the golden boot, but it is down from 32 goals and 12 assists the season before that. So uh, just the 10 goals fewer uh, and was still able to win the golden boot. Uh, I guess the big question, you know, is, is he a forward now? Um, Mm -hmm. I was like really firmly in the, he's going to be classified as a forward camp, but then I was looking at transfer market and, um, I was surprised he actually played as sort of, sort of classified as a forward and only something like maybe 25%, 30% of the matches that he played last season. So it wasn't quite as high as I thought. Yeah, right. And I think if you look at what the perceived best 11 for Liverpool is, it's Firmino through the middle. And who knows what Klopp has planned for the offseason. Is he going to bring in uh, a big a big time striker to help these guys out and right. maybe even play farther forward, which would be interesting. And then yes, yeah, Salah would absolutely be a lock for the midfielder. That's another tricky thing in terms of launching the game. So early is whenever yeah. the game launches, whatever's going on with Liverpool's signings is going to definitely impact Salah's placement in the, yeah. in the uh, pitch view. It is, and I, I guess maybe in the it's it's just close enough that he stays in, in the midfield spot. Yeah, I, mean, it's I agree. I agree. Kind of tricky. I mean, someone like Wayne Rooney was like this too, where he sort of moved around a little bit. Now maybe he played midfield yeah. more later in his career, but yeah. Um, so Salah finished. Uh, he had forty four fewer points than last season. He had three hundred and three the previous season. He finished on two hundred and fifty nine this last season. So, what is your prediction for Mo Salah? I think he stays where he started last season and is at 13 million to start the game. Wow. I've got about 12 million. So that's a okay. big, yeah, I just think he's going to, I think 13 was a little too high to begin with, or maybe it was appropriate, but it was just, it was, it, it made for some interesting decisions for sure at that 13 million. I think, I think 12 million is kind of, um, sometimes I think they throw in a slightly lower price just, just to kind of keep things interesting, you know? So um, How I much think, caffeine was I consuming when I wrote down my predictions? I'm I'm definitely way higher than you on a lot of these. <laughs> you are. Uh, all right, Sadio Mane. You probably have him at like 17 million. Uh, he's got a <laughs> 100 20, million. <laughs> uh, 22 goals and three assists. Um, finished season at 10.3 million. Started at 9.5. I thought one thing that was interesting is I, I sort of think of him as a big time goal scorer, but you know the 22 goals and three assists. He actually he was up. He had 10 goals. Uh, last season, so he scored twelve more goals, which uh, feels like a huge jump year over year. Uh, yeah. A few, a few uh, fewer assists. Um, so I'll I'll list my price out first this time. I have I'm at eleven point five million. Yeah, uh, I I'm with you. I'm actually a little cheaper than you. I'm at eleven million even. And <laughs> right. I think he's he's getting the Raheem Sterling treatment here, where. Sterling posted similar numbers, four and eleven. Uh, let's see. Sterling started the season at eleven million exactly, and I think that's exactly what you'd expect from a player like Mane. It's one of those players that always feels like he's like leaving little on the table, doesn't it? Like twenty-two goals, three assists, and you sort of feel like he should have scored like twenty-seven and eight or something, you know? Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. He's just he's so involved in everything. Um, so. Uh, he, all right, so we're pretty close on that one. Uh, final player is Firmino, 12 goals, 8 assists last year, 9.3 million. Big drop, well, not a big drop, but a, a fair drop. It feels like a big drop. It feels like he wasn't quite the player he was the season before. He's done 15 yeah. goals and 8 assists last year. Um, so he ended last year and started this year at 9.5 million. So he ended up down 0.2 on the season. Uh, what's your starting price for Bobby Firmino? 
I think he stays at 9.5. I think we just didn't learn enough about Firmino last season, and uh, he didn't do enough to get demoted, nor did he do enough to get promoted. So there he sits at 9.5. You know, I let, I have him at 9 million, and I'll stick with that prediction because that's the one I've written down here. But I, if he comes in at 9.5, it wouldn't raise my eyebrows. That seems like a fair price um, if you kind of look at the historical record for him. Um, but he was down. He was down 21 points every year. I don't know. Um yeah, he just scored today too. So maybe he's um maybe he's finding his form. Vintage no look goal from Firmino. Love love me love me some Firmino. Um all right, let's move on to Chelsea. I only have a couple players listed here. I've got three listed. Um I had we had to talk about Christian Pulisic, right? The newest mm-hmm. the the American. We finally have a t- like a big Clint Dempsey level yeah. I, I actually don't think he's going to score the way Dempsey does, but like a bit like a high profile American back in the league. Um, yes. n- no offense to uh, Brad Guzan. Um, so, or, or Tim, Rest Tim Ream, peace, I guess. Yeah. 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 Big disrespect to Tim Ream. <laughs> uh, so Christian Pulisic, uh, seven goals, six assists last year and 30 total appearances for Dortmund. I think some of those came in, uh, DFB Pokal matches as well. Um, he's only 20 and he was injured for a while last year. He also got displaced by Jaden Sancho, um, which, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? I mean, Jaden Sancho looks mm-hmm. like one of the top young players in the world. So, um, there's no real shame in that, um, but certainly it wasn't like he has this uh, spectacular goal scoring record that he's bringing in. So, what is your prediction on uh, for Pulisic? I'm going eight million on Pulisic. I think he will be. Um, I mean, it it's ridiculous to say that he was brought in to be a like for like replacement for the departing Eden Hazard, but you look at other midfielders that they have going forward, like Ross Barkley. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they expect Pulisic to come in and do more than Barkley does. Right. So you look at who are going to be the really heavy hitting attacking players for this top four club. I think what is going to be expected from Pulisic is around the caliber of eight million. Doesn't he? Does he normally play on on the right? Am I am I right in thinking of him as a right as like a right winger? Yeah, yep. you're right. So, yeah, I mean, so, and William plays on the left typically, doesn't he? So I, I sort of think of him as a William type player. And I actually thought about going really low here, like 7.5 million. Um, I ended up feeling like there might be enough ambiguity about how forward he's going to play. Like maybe he even, maybe they maybe even try to play him as a forward. So I ended up putting him at, um, I mean, I think he'll be classified as a midfielder. Um, mm-hmm. But I put him at 8.5 million. So a little, I'm, there might be some American bias there. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I just wanted to be 8.5. USA. USA. You know, part of it was USA. I just feel like you never see anyone priced at 8 million. Doesn't it seem like a price that you never see in the game? It's like always 7.5 or 8.5. Yeah, I think Pogba actually started the game at right. 8 million last season. Right. So, you know, there's a high profile example if you're looking for one. That was a that was a fast call up there too. Impressed. <laughs> In your face, Josh. <laughs> uh, all right, we got two more. Um, these you, these you always to think of these two players together in fantasy. Um, not really, I don't think really in real life, but in fantasy, definitely. Uh, Alonzo and Aspilicueta. Uh Alonzo uh, started out the season like like he thought he was still in a different system or something <laughs> like uh-huh. like a bunch yeah. of goals and assists sure. uh, and was like a super dominant and then uh, just completely fell off a truck uh, for about 20 weeks there and lost a spot. Uh, finished season at 6.2 million. I uh, was down from 6.5 to start um, and his two goals and eight assists were uh, kind of like an inverse. Uh, he had seven goals and two assists the season before that. So did pick up uh, more assists. 
Uh, I'm going with six million for Marcus Alonso. I think he stays at six point five. I think six point five was salvaged for Alonso just by virtue of him starting the last three matches of mm-hmm. the Premier League season. And yeah. that is probably enough for FPL to look at Alonso and say maybe he's still the the preferred left back. Keep him yeah. at six point five. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, it's just hard to know what um, Lampard is going to do with these guys. You know, yeah. I mean, I guess Ospilicueta he probably played with right. I, I'm not sure about Alonso. Um, yeah. I, can't, I don't know if they overlapped at all. Um, right. So Ospilicueta, uh, one goal, six assists, 6.4 million. We talked about him already. The steadiest player. He started all 38 matches last season. Um, he, uh, yep, so 6.4 million is where he finished. He started at 6.5. Uh, I also have him at 6 million. So I've got them tied. 6 million. Yeah, I I think it's it's strange to say for Mr. Consistency, but I think this is the season where he gets a little ding in his price tag. I agree, 6 million. There's one other defender that I wanted to bring up who achieved more than Alonzo or Aspilicueta last season. David Luiz finished on 164 points total, three more than Alonzo. Yeah. He was priced at 5.5, finished at 5.8. This guy, uh, David Luiz, is going to get a price bump. He'll come in at six million. I'm predicting. I think he will too. The six million seems right. In fact, I, yeah, I, I agree. He'll, he's going to get that Tottenham Spurs midfield. Yeah. Uh, or, or I mean, it's Tottenham Spurs defender uh, price. Like they're all they're all always six million. I don't uh, know speak- what it is about uh, David Luiz. Just to finish the Chelsea defensive sure. conversation, but. He's just never as excited. I think it is Mark because Marcus Alonso is such an FPL god mm-hmm. uh, for what he's done over the last three, four, five years. David Luiz just never really rises to the top of that Chelsea defensive conversation. But he does why. have that knack for scoring. He does. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know why either. I guess it's just more fun to have a fullback, isn't it? Um, especially if they start a lot of matches. Um Tottenham Hotspur, Brandon, all kinds of crazy stuff going on here. I would say of all the teams in the Premier League, these are the hardest players to predict their prices for. So uh, hopefully this will hopefully we'll have some like real differences here. Um, let's work our way to Kane. All right, let's finish with Kane. Uh, let's start off with Christian Eriksen. Uh, eight goals, 12 assists, 9.2 million, down from 9.5 million. He only started 30 matches last season. He's normally a very consistent player. Um, had 11 goals and 10 assists in the season before that. Uh, what price do you have for Christian Eriksen? I'm looking at four different Spurs midfielders and uh, just a bit of a spoiler. I've got them all priced differently. No two are the same. Christian Eriksen is going to uh, take a demotion. He's down to 8.5 mil. Okay. I've got him at 9 million. I'm going to give him some historical benefit of the doubt. Um, Okay. Yep, so that's a little bit different. Let's 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 kind of do them all in a row here. So we've got Sun, uh, twelve goals and eight assists, um, identical to his returns from the season before that, uh, but that was only in twenty three starts last season. Um, so I've given him a little bump. Uh, for me, uh, nine million is my starting price for him. I'm at nine million as well. We agree. All right, all right. it's been a while. All right, good. <laughs> um, how about Delhi Alley? This is a tricky one. Five goals, four assists, eight point eight million. Only twenty one starts last season. Uh, that's down from nine goals and thirteen um, the season before that. I hate to just keep reeling off goal and assist data here, but it's kind of the quick shorthand to think about these players. Yeah. Um, and eighteen and eleven the year before that. So God, from eighteen and eleven to five and four, uh, even even down a handful of starts. That is a massive drop for for Delhi Alley. 
Yeah, he was truly invisible last season for huge long stretches, and I think his price is going to reflect that. Eight million for Deli Ali this coming That's, season. I've got him at the Pogba price as well. Eight million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had ninety four points versus one hundred and seventy five the season before that. So almost almost half as many points um, as last year. Uh, Lucas, it's a tricky one. Uh, Ten goals, two assists, six point nine million. Started the season at seven, so it's kind of funny. He actually had a good season, but he still dropped a little bit. Although I feel like that's a reflection of his him actually being accurately priced by the game. You know, um, it's a good like he ended up right where you'd expect. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I didn't think he started that often for some reason last year. I was surprised that he actually started twenty six times uh, mm-hmm. last season. So, what's your price for Lucas? I think he's going up to seven point five. Okay, I've got him at 8.5. So I've got him wow. a little more okay. generous. It's a big difference there. Um, yeah, I just think he uh, I, I can sort of build on what he did last season. It's sort of a breakout year for him. Um, I know he's a little older than Bernardo Silva, but I sort of think of him in that category where it's like he's sort of getting yeah. used to the Premier League and maybe I, I could see him finishing. I could see him being a really big player in fantasy next year. Um, uh, with know. the Spurs midfielders, I kind of see it like a game within a game in FPL mm-hmm. in that you – maybe for all these four different types of midfielders, we get a different price tag and then you kind of choose which type of team you want to deploy in FPL, which type of player is going to suit you best. Yep. That's true. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. I grew a little more conservative last season. I think it helped me a little bit. I was a little more willing to take some, some more consistent players. Uh, All right. Harry Kane is the final player here, Brandon. 17 goals, six assists, uh, finished the season at 12.6 million, started at 12.5. Uh, he was down from 29 goals in both of the previous two seasons. So a 12 goal drop, uh, obviously missed uh, 10 matches through injury last year. What is Harry Kane's starting price? Brandon. Uh, it feels Kane is not the type of player I think to go down. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think he will go down. Yeah. I definitely don't think they can take him below 12, just given his his status in the league. So mm-hmm. I think he's uh, down from 12.5 last season to 12 mil even. I think that's a good, fair, like it's simple but fair point. Yeah. Um, I have him at 11.5. Uh, maybe it should be 12, but I'm, I, I just think based on what he did last year, based on – I mean at some point you've got to take the fact that this guy can't stay healthy – into consideration you know i mean if this ankle injury continues to be a chronic problem then then we've got a we've got a real problem on our hands uh as yeah. do spurs so uh by the way when you look back at how many miss how many matches all of their top players missed last year it's kind of amazing they made the champions league final and finished in the champions league spot too right i mean it's like every it every, every big player missed significant matches so that's yeah, it, it is also a, a glorious testament to the self-destructive nature of Manchester United and Arsenal. Yeah, oh, that's that's definitely true. I mean, Arsenal in particular, right? Like, they really should have yeah. clinched they one of those in, in their grasp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Brandon, uh, our fifth place club. What Arsenal. a segue! Yeah, we're moving on to the Europa League teams. That's 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 the that's it for the Champions League uh, price predictions. I didn't put any Spurs defenders in there because I feel like they all end up around six million. Um, so it's not very interesting to talk about. Uh, all right, Brandon, I got two. I got I've got three Arsenal players to discuss here. I'll take the first two together: Abba mm-hmm. and Laka. All right, Aubameyang finished 22 goals, 7 assists, 10.8 million, started at 11 million. I'm actually surprised he dropped from his starting price. Um, I have him at 11.5 million. Okay, I I do think I have this feeling that Aubameyang's goal output flattered to deceive last season. And 
I think that you're right on your prediction. However, I think that the the deceiving will not end with the <laughs> FPL price tag. And I think he gets bumped up to Kane level. It's that wow. golden boot winning bump, and he'll be at 12 even. Wow. Yeah. And what about Lacazette? Uh, 13 goals, 12 assists last year, 9.4 million, up up from 14 and 5 uh, the season before that. I think he has to go up uh, as Aubameyang goes up because they are somewhat interchangeable. It's sort of like that game we were talking about with uh, Robertson and Alexander-Arnold where mm-hmm. they're similar players. You only really need one uh, for mm-hmm. certain strategies for your FPL side. So you have to be able to um, have an interesting angle for price, price discrepancy. But because Abba goes up, Lacazette, I think, also has to go up, and he's going to get hit with a 10.5 price tag, rendering him perhaps obsolete from FPL. <laughs> yeah, which actually is kind of what happened the year before that. Um, I have met 10 million, so we're, we're kind of in the same area, but we just you're just 0.5 ahead of me on both of these. So, yeah, maybe yeah. if you had one fewer cup of coffee when you were making your predictions. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, here's a really interesting one. And I am hoping that they do something fun with this player because as as frustrating as he's been at the right price, he could be very tempting. Uh, And that's Mesut Ozil, uh, five goals, three assists, ended the season at 7.9 million. It started at 8.5, so he's down 0.6. Had only four goals and nine assists the year before that. So um, it really, it's, it's, we're getting pretty far away from, from the big Ozil leading the, you know, leading yeah. the Premier League in assist type season. So uh, what is your Ozil starting price? Ozil is he's like a plutonium rod. You you have to handle him with care. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he had a disastrous season. Mm-hmm. So you cannot keep this even eight point. The type of player that Ozil can be or has the potential to be, 8.5, I feel like it's selling him short. However, he still managed to sell himself short, if you follow me. However, if FPL comes in and prices him at 6.5, suddenly the nuclear reactor becomes unstable and and completely explodes. Uh Because you can't have a 6.5 million Ozil who suddenly decides to perform. So I think that we have to have a stable price just to keep this, this reactor intact. Uh-huh. And it come he comes in. I think you see where I'm going with this one. I do. I think yep, it's I seven point five. That I had the same the same thought process, and seven point five is where I put him as well. So see, you, give us give us the keys to Chernobyl. We will uh, we avoid a meltdown every day. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Manya. I don't know. Somehow I have five players listed here that are predicting prices for. I didn't know though they had five interesting FPL assets, but mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't even include Alexis Sanchez. Who I'm hoping comes in at about five million next season mm-hmm. um all right let's start off with the new sign i don't Dan- think that's uh he's more yellow cake to ozil's plutonium rod all right so the first player is a new sign people are talking about him uh or maybe it was just andy from uh our, our friend let's andy talk FPL. let's talk off pl but uh people are talking about him like he is the the greatest player the premier league has seen in in multiple decades uh daniel james uh five goals 10 assists uh for swansea last season i mean remember I, how many times do you and i get together just to watch grainy footage of swansea matches to to see daniel james you know line it up on a, on a free kick or uh yeah you know, for a lung busting yeah. run down the whatever and each, flag he each plays time down. we did yeah the uh the men in black would show up at our doorstep and uh, <laughs> use the uh that neuralizer thing to erase our brains because the footage was just too exciting is this, sp- to is this sponsored content brandon yeah, you know, we just slip it in natively and uh, we collect our check and we go home. <laughs> All right. So Daniel James, a lot of excitement. 
I want to go back to what I was saying about Christian Pulisic. Um, slightly different play. Well, obviously different players. Um, but I, I think what you can really point to for FPL pricing between Pulisic and Daniel James is the type of team that they're being inserted into. Chelsea, mm-hmm. like their 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 attacking spine is is just a cluster, a mess at the mm-hmm. moment. And Pulisic can come in and be a driver of that action. I yep. think if you if you're FPL Towers and you're looking at Manchester United, there isn't that type of a hole that needs to be filled. Even though, um, I mean, there is obviously a mess happening at Manchester United. All the same. Yep. Therefore, I think he gets priced lower than Christian Pulisic, uh, justified or not, and he comes in at 7.5. Wow, I love this. These, these multiple paragraph explanations, and then I just get to agree with you because I had him at 7.5 million. Uh, as I'm pretending well. like I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> I'm, this is just, I'm, I'm, I'm creating content <laughs> so we can stay on the air for even longer. Right? Uh, all right, well, we can do these next ones pretty fast. I, I bet we end up in agreement on a lot of these. Um, Luke Shaw... I just thought he was kind of interesting one to think about. One goal, five assists, 5.1 million was where he ended up. I uh, had 29 starts last year, which I think has got to be a record for him at Man United. Uh, what is Luke Shaw's starting price next season? I'll eat my head if we don't both have 5.5 for Mr. Yeah, Shaw. Of course. Uh, 5.5, I agree. Uh, Paul Pongba. Now, let's see if Paul Pogba actually stays in the league. Um, <laughs> science point to no. Uh, but let's let's say he is. What is Paul Pogba's starting price? He had 13 goals, 10 assists last year, up from 6 and 13 the year before. He, he's a strange player, and he, he doesn't play the traditional attacking roles that you want out of a consistent FPL asset. There, But there he was, 179 points on the season. I think he gets a big bump if he stays in the league. He's 9.5. Okay, I've got a 9. So I... I think 9.5 is – maybe I'm still burned because I brought him in for the last game week of the season. I think he got me like mm-hmm. minus one point or something. Um, cost me top 1K Pogba. I'll never forgive you. Uh, I'll never forgive that team for just giving up the final two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was real fantasy killer. Uh, mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. Uh, all right, Marcus Ranch. God, I'm just like – it's the, 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 <laughs> the scars are still there, but it cost both of us actually. Yeah. Uh, sure Mark did. Yeah, Marcus Rashford, uh, 10 goals, 7 assists, 7.3 million, up from 7 million to start. Uh, this is an improvement on the 7 goals and 5 assists he had the season before that. Um, he did have 27 starts in the 18-19 season, which again is kind of like, um, what did I mention that about? Oh, maybe Lucas earlier. I was like, I didn't feel like Pogba Rashford started that many times, but it's 27 starts. And I think he played in 30 or 30 plus matches from the season. So, um, yeah, yeah. what is, what is uh, Marcus Rashford's starting price? I think he's got to take a big jump, especially the number of starts that he saw last season and starting over Lukaku. So Mm -hmm. he gets bumped up to 8.5 for me. He gets the Giroud. Uh, That's right. 8.5 million is the is the Giroud price every season going back to the beginning of time. Uh, He is an 8.5 million forward. I agree. Uh, Romulo Lukaku, 12 goals, one assist, 10.7 million, only 22 starts on the season. Uh, it's a drop from 16 and seven the year before and 25 and six, uh, two mm-hmm. years ago. So what about Romulo Lukaku? What price do you put a player like that at Brandon? Uh, I think that this was uh, kind of a spiteful prediction on my part, but I put him at nine million. I, it's kind of like <laughs> you, you can't yeah. take him so far down from 11, but if yeah. you're, if you're probably predicting that Rashford is starting above, well, heck, I don't know. 
Yep. A lot of, Rashford and Lukaku can start together, but I'm feeling 9.0 here. I have 9.5. I think there's a little historical weight that he gets that keeps him. Um, I think he's actually, he's been, he's been unfortunately holding on to that historical weight, uh, in his body, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which, uh, literally, yeah, yeah literally. but I think he, um, yeah, I think he's 9.5. I think that's his starting price. And I, I, that's that I'm going to call that one a Josh Landon lock. All right. Lock it in, Brandon, Put that wow, key in the okay. door and lock it in. I know that I, I want my lock it ins to be kind of bold. I mean, yeah, we can both agree that <laughs> Luke, Luke Shaw is going to be 5.5 I'm, I'm making a, a special <laughs> note here in our spreadsheet. This, this is a, a lock. This is an approved Josh lock. Landon mm-hmm. lock. Uh, all right, Brandon, let's do one more team and then I'll take a quick break. Uh, Wolves sneaking into the Europa League. Uh, some of the trickier players to price as well. Unfortunately, I think they're going to get priced out of the game. They have a, uh, the prices were too low last season and now they're probably going to be too high and they have a really rough start to the season um, in terms of fixtures. So um, yeah, we didn't really do a fixture podcast, but I, I you know, I thought uh, um, I have taken a look at them. I, I guess we'll just save that for our, you know, for the preseason pods. The but, previews, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Wolves, uh, let's start off with uh, Matt D, Matt Doherty. Or however you say it, Doherty. Uh, Doherty, uh, <laughs> four goals, seven assists, eight clean sheets. A sad eight clean sheets. How do they only get eight clean sheets in thirty whatever plus matches? Yeah, uh, bitter, 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 bitter pill. Yeah, it's a bitter one. Uh, then maybe they had more as a team, and he didn't start a few matches. Um, so he finished at five point three. He was it was up from four point five. What price does Matt D get, Brandon? Yeah, I, I'm here for your six million arguments, but I think Matt D comes in at five point five, and yeah, that I, is a BK lock. Oh, that's a, that's a lock it in. Yeah, all right, I <laughs> yeah. like it. Yeah, we should have been doing this sooner. Um, I mean, de- de- defensive prices are very easy to. Yeah, I think, that's lock why I don't in, have too many so, defenders on here. So yep. just quickly, then uh, Johnny, I've got him uh, at five million next season. Same, One goal, three assists. Yep. Same, we're twins. Yep. Five yep. mil. Uh, all right, this is a, here's two interesting ones for you. All right, first one is uh, Diego Jota, uh, nine goals, eight assists, uh, finished at six point three. It was down from his starting price, but that was partially that's because everybody had him and everybody sold him early on. So I think he actually climbed some of that back. I think he was down to five something for a while there. Um, okay, question for you, Brandon. Much like Salah, does Jota get classified as a forward this season? Yeah, that's it's possible. That's right? a good question. It is possible. It is possible. I I would, if I had to bet money, I would say no, but I'd say it's like, it's a 60-40 as far as, as, far as the, the odds. You could just see him getting that kind of like Will Zaha type thing too. Sometimes I guess I'll think for, for bad, I mean, I, don't, I really don't understand why Zaha was classified as a forward last year. I mean, does he like ever really play as the lone forward in that team? He um, just plays wherever he wants. He just runs around like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I, you know, but I, I sometimes think they just do it for balance, you know, because they're like, well, we can't have Zahai as a midfielder at $7 because it'll be too – everyone will want him. So if we put him at $7 mm-hmm. million as a forward – so mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that could happen with Jota where people are going to get scared off by some of these prices, but they'll still want a Wolves player at times. So – It'll be an interesting decision if he's a forward. I don't know. So I think I think he does get classified as a forward. I'm not going to make it one of my Josh Landon locks, however. Um, well, and I, no guts. No guts, no glory, yeah, Josh. I think he is going to come in at a 7.5 million forward. 
Okay. Uh, Jota, I think I'm with you on the Zaha argument. Therefore, that that's probably how I subliminally landed at 7 mil even. Okay. Yep. 7 mil I think is fair. I, I went a little higher there, but I think 7 mil is fair. Uh, and then we've got our boy Jimenez, uh, one of the best yeah. best fantasy assets in, in some time. Yeah, I think you have to look at Ryan Fraser to look at best value for points uh, for any competition with Real Jimenez. Jimenez probably might come out. I haven't crunched the numbers, Josh. <laughs> right, Jimenez yeah. is right up there. Yep. I toyed with this prediction for quite a while. This is probably the toughest one that, that I came up with. For a while, I thought, well, 8.5. That seems perhaps probable. Then mm-hmm. I'm looking at comparable players like Callum Wilson, who's been in the league and doing his thing for three or season, three or four seasons. And he came in at uh, six million last mm. season. So I'm yep. thinking eight point five. Ridiculous for Real Jimenez. <laughs> so uh-huh. uh, ultimately where I landed was seven point five. Wow, I have meant nine million. What? <laughs> so that's I went way high. I don't know. I mean, you know. By the way, interesting note. Lock it the, in on the Jimenez uh, Fraser comparison. They both finish on exactly one hundred eighty-one points apiece. So they were tied in oh, terms nice. of okay. total points. I mean, I don't know about points for value, but actually, didn't they both start at five point five? So, I mean, if you don't uh, factor you're in, right. yeah, yeah. So it's if you don't factor dead in, heat, then I know, right? Yeah, if you don't factor in like minutes played or whatever, but that's pretty interesting. Um, so I'm going to go nine. I believe eight point five. I don't think it goes any lower than eight point five, though. I, I just think okay. based on his returns, that that's where it is. It's a huge jump from last year, but yeah, um, I, think I, I think we would f- yep. flag all of these players though with this. You know, you slotted them here into the Europa League section. Sure, they're they're not going to be worth any of this money given the amount no. of effort they're going to be putting into the Europa League. I'm I, really concerned about these players. This is not about our opinions on these players as fantasy assets, Brandon. This is this is pure math right here. We're in the realm of pure mathematics, my friend. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's a scary place to be. You know, this is where they do like uh, black hole predictions of things, but – we're doing it for fantasy. So, um, all right, Brandon, you looked on that, at that note, picture they took of the black hole and the somewhere, somewhere deep within you, you saw, uh, Johnny. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I want to, I want to make that into a t-shirt now. Um, so, all right, let's take a quick break and we'll get back. We're going to talk about some of the promoted teams and then a few other interesting players. All right, Brandon, promoted teams here. I have six total players listed. I picked two players from each team. Uh, a couple of them, I don't even know why I picked them. I like had no idea what I was doing. So we'll know more before we, you know, as we start to get mm-hmm. into the team previews, we'll have a, we'll be more intelligent about this. But uh, Sheffield United, one of the players I'm most interested in is Billy Sharp. Um, you know, kind of a, um, who is the guy, oh, I forget his name now, uh, Ricky Lambert, sort of a Ricky Lambert type. Right. Sure. Um, a shorter version of Ricky Lambert, I think. But, uh, but <laughs> mm-hmm. an older, too. I think he's like 34. Um, but he had uh, 34 starts, six updated appearances uh, last season, uh, 23 goals and four assists. So what what price does Billy Sharp come in at? I mean, I I have an exquisite knowledge of Billy Sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to lean into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you think about these these talismanic players and promoted sides and you see what they've done prior to getting to the league and then you have high hopes then you think wow incredible value billy sharp 5.5 million then you realize he's actually playing for sheffield united and (laughs) it's going to take a miracle to fit 5.5 
onto your bench for mm-hmm. this guy. So I, I predict that none of us will ever have Billy Sharp in wow. our teams. I, but it'll be is, fun to think about. This is no, this is gonna go down as a Mo Salah is an essential type uh-huh. prediction. I Billy yeah. Sharp is like a pure goal scorer. I think I think he starts out at six million and I think he is a player I would consider like early on this season, like possibly makes my game week one team. I am I am now, I am pro tell me, sharp. Tell me about his age again. He's like What's 30, my age he's again? like 34. You know, he's a little older. You know, it's but he's you know, he's uh experienced, you know, and I think the experience is gonna go a long way, Brandon. I think uh <laughs> Okay, okay, Billy Sharp's mom. <laughs> he does have uh, oh yeah, he's he scored lots of goals in his career though. I don't have a total here, but Brandon, it's it's a lot. So uh, mark it down. <laughs> he has excuse me, I do have that total here. He has two hundred and forty goals and five hundred and fifty eight appearances. Well, that's not bad. Shit. That's not bad. If I hadn't a hair that would would have blown back. <laughs> so uh we'll see. And he's one of those players who's never never made it into the Premier League. So I'm excited for him. And he is he is thirty three, Brandon, but he will turn thirty four during the Premier League season. So um, that one year is almost worth 0.5 million. Yeah. So I'm perhaps I'll reconsider. Bit of a gray beard, but you know, that's that's all right. I've got a little gray in my beard too, and nothing wrong with that. Brandon, we move on to your boy, Oliver Norwood. This is a player I know you're personally very excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh three goals and eight assists last year. Uh per fantasy football scout. Uh credit where it's due, Brandon. Uh mm-hmm. only one championship player supplied more chances than Norwood, uh, his 97 chances in the 2018-19 season. Mm-hmm. They don't Maybe reveal that player. who that mm-hmm. player was, the player to be named later, like a trade. <laughs> I have loved Oliver North ever since the Iran Contra affairs. And Mm -hmm. I'm just uh, his his turn from uh, Army General or whatever the heck it was that Ali North did to uh, Premier League, soon to be Premier League superstar. Just incredible. Um, I am going with a uh, across the board. Sheffield United are going to have five point five million prize players. Uh, even their backup goalkeeper will be 5.5 million. <laughs> I have 5.5 for Norwood as well. Uh, let's move on to Norwich City. Timu Puki. Now, you know, the love affair with Puki is real and mm-hmm. uh, it's spectacular. Uh, 29 goals and nine assists last season. Uh, we, we, we've already talked about Pookie a fair amount on this podcast, uh, not this particular one, of course, but earlier on in the season. So where do you put Pookie Brandon? What, what, what is his starting price? Uh, Pookie Power, six million with a bullet. I got six point five, so I'm a little more generous than you with all these promoted players. I think they they tend to come in a little higher than you want them to a lot of the time. And then just to be just to be fair, I've added another Norwich City player. I've got Emmy Buendia. Uh, I think I hopefully I pronounced that Buendia. Buendia, perhaps Uh, eight goals and twelve assists last season. Uh, I think he comes in at six million. Six million. Okay. You're, I guess it's true. Like people are pretty high on this Norwich team. They performed exceptionally well in the championship last season. I think Wendia is going to go on this marketing campaign of bring me into your FPL side and they're going to lobby hard for a 5.5 million price tag mm-hmm. to make it easier for us to bring him in. I think he comes in at a a somewhat enticing 5.5. But as I was mentioning <laughs> about, <enticing. laughs> about Billy, <laughs> yeah. Billy Sharp, it's not necessarily that enticing when you stop and uh, crunch the numbers. Okay. Uh, Aston Villa, uh, Jack Grealish, uh, maybe not the, even the most, the best Aston Villa asset, but a player that's interesting. Aston Villa is a team that's uh, got a lot going on right now. It's a, they're a little, there's some Fulham elements here where they got up with a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of loanies, and yeah. yeah, you're not mm-hmm. sure exactly what the team's going to look like. So, 
Uh, but Grealish, uh, you know, stayed in the championship for another season last year with the goal of getting promoted with with Aston Villa. So um, kind of cool that he he ultimately did it. Survived getting punched in the neck by some jackass <laughs> fans. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what is Jack Grealish's price, Brandon? Well, he gets the player you've heard of before bump, and he'll mm-hmm. come in at $6.5 million. Wow, I've got $5.5 million. Oh, interesting. So That's very disrespectful for someone who's got, been punched in the neck. I know. I've got him in that in that um, Jack Wilshire range, you know. So I I put all the jacks at five point five million, uh, and then uh, Hota. I think it's pronounced Hota. Um, yeah, he had three goals and nine assists in the championship with Birmingham City. I'm really only listing him here because. Uh, I cannot believe we're going to have a Jota and a Hota next year. That's going to be really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is that morning show with Kathy Lee and uh, Hoda? A Hoda, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure that's a joke that no one will understand except for me. So that's fine. Um, I'm I'm putting Hoda at 5.0. And yep. please save your Hodor jokes for some other <laughs> podcast. Uh, I've got them at 5.0 as well. Uh, all right, so that's 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 the uh, promoted teams. We'll have lots more to come on those teams because that's where that's where a lot of the value uh, ends up being, uh, you know, in the lead up to the season. But I think we need to do uh, continue to do some more research on those players. Uh, other interesting players here, Brandon. I've just 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 a handful of other players from other teams. I didn't think we needed to go through all twenty teams, but uh, here's a few. Let's start with the um, forwards. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jamie Vardy. 18 goals, five assists, nine million, same as his starting price. Yeah. Uh, slight change. Um, I, I thought he was washed up. I, I said it loudly and proudly early on in last season's podcast, and he really came on in the second half of the season. Had a great finish. Um, helped my season tremendously as well. Um, so just by comparison, he had 20 goals and two assists in the season before that. So what is Jamie Vardy's starting price, Brandon? Hey, Jamie Vardy, he gets the I'm still here bump to 9.5. <laughs> I gave him that bump as well. Uh, I got him at 9.5 too. Uh, all right. Callum Wilson, Brandon, uh, 14 goals, 12 assists, 6.9 million is where he finished. That was up from 6 million to start the season. Uh, his numbers made a huge jump too. He had, uh, he went from uh, eight goals to 14 from two assists to 12 assists. Uh, I think his bonus points uh, took a big jump as well. So what price does Callum Wilson start out at? Yeah, Callum Wilson definitely helped by the fact that he stayed somewhat healthy. He got some England call-ups to to make him a little more prominent uh, prominent face in the Premier League coverage. He's up to seven million. Okay, I went a little higher. I went seven point five. I All think right. he gets the double-digit goal and assist bump there. Um, speaking of double-digit goals and assists, Will Zaha ten goals, eleven assists, uh, finished at the same price. He started at seven million. Um, I feel like that means he was appropriately priced, doesn't that? make you feel that way if you started if you finished exactly the price you started at um we'll actually see that a few more times as we go down here uh up slightly from nine goals and seven assists the year before that although i think he was a more threatening dangerous he just became a better player this year in general uh so what is your starting price for zaha i guess 7.5 yep same same uh final one arnie uh arnautovic um the the uh mercurial west ham forward uh the one away forward who then decided he loved the club and was never going to leave um he loves it he loves it too much like didn't play him for a month as like a screw you uh he had 10 goals and five assists in the season finished uh, down 0.3 from his starting price Uh, his numbers were down a little bit from the year before that as well um you wonder if this i don't know he's still reasonably young though um he's kind of entering that like lacazette Aubameyang 
like age, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's like sort of a pure striker. He needs to stay healthy though. So what is Arnie's starting price? I think uh, it was just a terrible end of the season for Arnautovic, and he gets stuck in 7.0 land. Yep, I think so too. I would believe 6.5. I have 7.0 million. I have 7 million as well, but I would I would believe 6.5. Um, sort of priced priced to be intriguing. Uh, midfield, uh, we got some interesting ones here, Brandon. Uh, first of all, Gilby Sickerson, uh, finished like what it just had a much better season than I think of him as having, yeah. you know, like <laughs> 13 goals, six assists, finished at 7.4 million. Uh, it was a huge jump from four goals and four assists the year before that. I mean, granted, he was injured for um, a lot of that season, but um, big numbers across the board, really, yeah. you know, out- outshone with Charleston. Um, I will say, I'll say, yeah. Josh, I think that it was just a really hard season last season for the upper mid price midfield bracket with guys who are going to talk about like Fraser and Madison and uh, others who came to the fore and expensive defenders that were uh, at a premium and really expensive forwards. Guys like Sigurdsson at that 7.5 price tag just were impossible to figure out how to fit into your side. Yeah, yeah. I, appropriate, it's an appropriate price, though, I think, in the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what what price do you have uh, for him going into next season? Yeah, uh, along with what you said, I think you have to give him a price rise, and he goes up to $8 million even yeah. this season. I've got I've got him at eight million as well. Um, I think uh, to talk about him, you also got to talk about Richarlison. Um, very similar sort of overall stats. I mean, I think if you looked into the numbers, uh, you'd be a lot more impressed with Sigurdsson. But our Charleston did finish in the same number of goals as Sigurdsson. And, and after all, this is fantasy. Not uh, we're not we're not selling these guys to uh, you know Real Madrid or something. So uh, we <laughs> we can just look at these fantasy stats. Mm, nice try. Uh, Richarlison had uh, 13 goals, three assists last year, up from five and eight the year before that. Um, and some injuries, uh, couldn't quite figure out where to put him in the team. I think this is a very tricky player for the game to yeah. price because you could he is a player who could get 15 plus goals I think this season. Um what is your what is your price for Charleston? Yeah, when Calvert Lewin is uh pushing you out of out of a, a forward spot, that is a bit of a problem. And mm-hmm. Richarlison proved uh it was not just a one season fluke and that he comes out strong and fades away at the midpoint of the season. Mm-hmm. That said, I think that Given uh, he is still not just a bit player for Brazil in the Copa America, his profile is emerging. He gets that PR uh, lift. I think you have to raise his price. But how much? I think it's just marginal. He goes up to seven even. I have met eight, and I I do agree with you that based on what he did, seven million is fair. I just think that it's, he's going to be priced in that like – he could be a dangerous, uh, super high ownership player, and they're going to price him a little higher to kind of it's like a, it's like right. a kind of protection, you know, in case sure, he makes it's like a big that uh, nuclear reactor argument I was making for Ozil. I think there's a chance that you put Richarlison in the uh, forward bracket as well, kind of like Shota. Yeah, I, you yeah, could I, see could, him I, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, although I agree with everything you said. I mean, it's hard not to be a little snarky about him. He's just he's a player. I mean, okay, it's it's not totally fair. I mean, even 13 goals last year, not a bad return, um, you know, but just it's like, you, yeah, it's like you feel like you could be doing more. It's a little bit like Mo Salah, or I mean, uh, Sadio Mane, where you're just like, ugh, like, right. you're like, you're like 69% as good um, as, as you could I just be. haven't, I haven't seen that one game, just one game where Richarlison says, like something that Raheem Sterling did uh, 
before them at Liverpool before his Man City move to show a few games in which like yes that's the yeah. player you could and will become I haven't seen that yeah yet. seems a little immature maybe um yeah. all right we got two two Bournemouth players here uh Ryan Fraser and David Brooks uh so Fraser you know huge huge season um seven goals 14 assists uh finished at 6.4 million up from 5.5 as we mentioned before finished the same number of total points uh as him and as with 181 uh big big uh jump in 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 terms of fantasy numbers season over season uh what price does fraser start at bournemouth is going to suppress this man's price keep keep fraser as a player for everyone don't let it get too high too out of control Mm-hmm. I think we're going to cap it at 6.5. Wow. That is way too low, in my opinion. That was like, I was I was laughing in shock, Brandon. <laughs> I'm going to say Ryan Fraser at 7.5. And guess what, Brandon? This is Josh Landon's second lock of the day. That's right. <laughs> lock, lock, it in. lock it in. Lock it in. I got one more lock, too. I'm going to do one more lock. I haven't decided which one yet, but that's that's my second lock of the day. 7.5 mm-hmm. million for Fraser. I think he gets that guilty price. Uh, David Brooks, Brandon, um, a player you'd be pricing maybe based a little more on promise. He, uh, was 5 million player, um, finished at 5 million, started at 5 million too. Um, seven goals, six assists. What price does David Brooks get? 6 million. Okay. I wasn't sure. I thought you might go like 4.5 after that, uh, Fraser price. So it's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, these, these cheap Bournemouth scum, they're not worth anything. Uh, how about this one? Um, I, I bet we end up in the, the same price here. Uh, Millie, 12 goals. Wait, so wait, wait. No, did you reveal your price for David Brooks? Oh, I'm sorry. I've got him at 6.5 million. So I've got Fraser at 7.5 and, and Brooks at 6.5. Jeez, you, you, think, you think we're all well, fabulously wealthy as our PL manager. <laughs> the prices are, I, there's always that moment when the game starts, you're like, I can't afford anybody. And This conversation has, has shifted. The The first part of the podcast, I think I was like shooting the moon with all these <laughs> prices. And now, yeah. now it's flipped. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you have, you had Aguero, what, 15 million? I can't remember anymore, but it's, it's pretty I can't high. even count that high. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, Millie. Uh, Milivojevic on uh, Crystal Palace, 12 goals, 2 assists, 6.5, same as his starting price. Another another player who, in the end, was fairly priced. Uh, 6.5 yes. felt outrageous going into the season, but he actually built on the numbers uh, from the season before. Uh, so what price does Millie get going into next year? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. All this man does is kick the ball from midfield and take penalties. It's 6.5. You got it. Of course, he must be 6.5. Brandon, should we make that a co-lock? Is that can, can that be Brandon and Josh's <laughs> double lock of the day? The double lock, I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, all right. Two more players in the midfield bracket. We've got James Madison, seven goals, seven assists. Uh, finished point one up from his six point five million starting price. Madison, another player who's kind of in that like, what's he going to do next category? So what what what, what price are you put Madison at? Yeah, I'm a little more ambitious with James Madison, and I'll put him at 7.5. Same here. Same here. Uh, Jerry D, our final midfielder, uh, 10 and 5, 5.7 million up from 5.5. He did miss the first seven matches to start the year, so the numbers could have been even better. Yeah. what is getting, what is his starting his, price? He's getting his haircut that whole time. It was incredible. What a long haircut. <laughs> um He's going to be fighting it out with Ryan Fraser right there in the 6.5 mil territory. Wow. I went 7.5 here. I guess what? Yeah, maybe I was, maybe I, I started drinking coffee when I was doing these and then you like started the doing something at the end. The end. Uh, all right, Brandon, we got one final category here. Our defenders, 
Uh, we've got five defenders here. Okay, ready? First okay. defender. Actually, is... before before we move on, I want to throw in two wild card uh, okay. midfielders. Sure. No one really, no one really wants to talk about Andros Townsend, but let's talk about his uh, final tally on points: one thirty-five. That's just uh, let not bad. Do the math: eight points shy of Will Zaha. Um, I actually don't see Townsend getting a big bump. I think his value for FPL um, uh, is keeping him down around six million. But Telemans for Leicester City, ah, he Telemans. has been yeah, he's been rumored. So like clubs like Manchester United are looking at him. Just came in during the January transfer window for Leicester. Played only fourteen matches, but looked tremendous. So assuming he stays at Leicester City, what's his uh, price tag going to be? He started in January at six million. Ended the season even at six million. Where are you going with Telemans, Joshua? Yeah, so for that's and Telemans is a good one. Uh, I, I if I I had forgotten to look for if I had if I had gone if I'd done a little more research, I would have added him as well. Mm, uh, I'll, put, I'll, put, I'll put Telemans at six point five million, and I'll put Townsend at six million. Okay. So we agree on uh, on Townsend. I'm just going. I'm going seven mil for Telemans. I think he gets a bigger bump. That's that's fair. Maybe deserved. Um, but the the numbers don't quite bear it out yet. So I, I I'm going to go a little more conservative there. Um, all right, Brendan. Those are both good 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 additions uh, to have oh, on the you. record. Um, I can't wait to see this Excel spreadsheet when it's all done. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's move on to. And you need one more lock, by the way, Brendan. I'm still waiting for a final Brandon lock. Wait, who who was my other lock? Who was my actual lock? I can't remember anymore, but uh, yeah. we'll, all right. We'll I'm just I'll, I'll hit some locks really hard here at the end. So I have okay. Some. All right, uh, Lucas Dean, Brandon, one of the more interesting players to price. I would I would say uh, started at five million, finished at five point four, thirteen clean sheets, four goals, five assists. Uh, it was a very uh, it was a fixture in people's teams, a controversial player at times as well. Um, losing some late clean sheets, getting some own goals. Uh, Lucas Dean was uh, was a real fantasy fun player last year so what's what's his price he's got to go up and he'll go up just as high as six million i think he uh he won't get to the heady heights of 6.5 just because he's playing for a club outside of the top six is that a brandon kelly lock lock it in josh (laughs) all right uh i'm going i'm going six million as well so uh i think that's i think you're right i think that six million is the right price there uh what about Pereira? Uh, or Perea, I think actually is how you say that. Yeah, uh, yeah the uh, the Leicester defender, really talented player, uh, finished with two goals and eight assists and ten clean sheets. Uh, God, I, I think that that clean sheet number will rise next year for Leicester. I think they're looking at yeah. making some defensive ch- changes. Um, what is his price? Where are you, where are you putting him? Uh, I think he's up to five point five. Um, Lucas Dean is getting all of the headlines. It is Pereira finishes uh, just, what is it, 146, 12 points shy of Dean's total. So this is really a really great performance by Pereira. Yeah. But uh, he won't have the headlines. I think he'll be a good value at, or he'll be a consider, someone to consider at 5.5. Let me put yeah, it that way. I- I think so too. I mean, Chilwell could be interesting if he comes in at five million. Um, I didn't list too many defenders here. Defenders, I think, are kind of boring to price because they tend to be very kind of within a fixed bracket. But I think um, I think Chilwell probably comes in at five point five two just to take all the yeah. fun out of it. I, but I, I actually added Chilwell to my spreadsheet and had him priced at five point five as well. So yeah, I think it's going to be uh, um, a choice we're going to have to make between yeah. Pereira and I mean, Chilwell. Came on strong toward the end of the season. Um, yep. 
and has also been looking good for the England side. Yep. And um, yeah, I agree. Um, I think uh, if you can put me down for 5.5 as well. Um, I, I think you're in numbers wise. He should be 0.5 less, but I think he'll be 5.5. Uh, all right, Brandon, two Crystal Palace defenders, AWB and PVA. Just go with acronyms for these two. Uh, PVA finishes uh, with uh, three goals to AW0, two assists to AWB's three assists. Uh, they both have 12 clean sheets. Um, one started the season at 4 million, AWB has finished at 4.6. Um, and then uh, PVA finished 5.5 million, same as his starting price. Uh, but Brandon, I'm going with the same price for both these players because I think AWB is going to end up moving to Manchester United. So I'm going 5 million for AWB and PVA. Interesting. I do not think that PVA is going to get downgraded from 5.5. I think he'll stay at 5.5. But I agree with you on Juan Bissaka that he gets, I think, regardless of a move, even if AWB stays at Crystal Palace, I think he goes up to 5 million. Yeah, I think it's an appropriate price. And I think he, he shown the potential. You, you would expect him to get, um, you expect those attacking returns to keep getting bumped up. I mean, there's no reason why they can't. He's so, so talented, you know. Yes. Um, and then Brandon, one last player. I couldn't resist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duffy. Where is Duffy going to be priced? Five meaty goals, two meaty yeah. assists, seven meaty clean sheets. Finished at 4.7 million, up from 4.5. Is he the first 20 million player? <laughs> uh, no, the FBL community at large will not allow it mm-hmm. uh, for for the infamous triple, was it triple captain or captain during the double game week? Just a double uh, game week captain, yes. Just a complete disaster there. However, <laughs> this man is a beloved figure. He's become the new um, Begovich. He is like the most prominent. I'm a I'm a Premier League player who also plays FPL guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think maybe if he goes so far as to start a league of doing bits like PVA does, I think that's Duffy's future. That's true. I he's, I lo- he's leaning into it. It's smart. And, and I think he's rewarded for it by getting priced out of everyone's FPL team with a cool yeah. five million price tag. Oh, I, I think he stays at 4.5. I, I do. But uh, 5 million would be ludicrous, really, for, for a team that <laughs> kept seven clean sheets on the season. But I wouldn't be shocked, but I think it's I think it's 4.5. Uh, and Brandon, that's it. Those are our predictions. Lock those all in, man. Lock um, them in. Lock, lock them all in. <laughs> lock them all in. Yeah, lock in every single one of them. Uh, no, but lock in the ones that I, that I locked and the other okay. ones, uh, you know, I could be wrong okay. about. Uh, Brandon – that's the podcast though i'm I'm glad that we're back it was fun to talk about this and uh, we'll be back um as soon as the game launches basically that's kind of our next our next move so um so we'll be back you know hopefully I and mean, it could be as soon as next week um could be a couple weeks from now but that's when we'll do our next pod uh in the meantime we would love for you to support the podcast on patreon go to patreon.com slash always cheating to support the podcast and uh yeah, we mentioned there will be some changes, but uh, we got a lot of cool stuff uh, in the works for next year. Um, we'll be doing our uh, weekly 
Patreon exclusive podcast. We also have our Slack chat channel, which is I feel like that's starting to like rev up a little bit, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Right? It was like yeah. we all took we all took the rest of you know May off, and now we're all kind of. You know, revving sort of, ourselves back up. Sort so. of off-season cabin fever, so to speak. Yeah, so if you want to start doing some early fantasy talk, then you can become a Patreon today uh, and start taking part in that. And uh, we'll be doing some Patreon-exclusive podcasts, you know, in the preseason as well, too. We just need to figure out uh, schedules and all that. So, uh, Brendan, do you have some uh, producer thank yous to Oh, list, man, I, to sh- say, I sure do. I sure yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, that just rolled off your tongue so well, Josh. Beautiful. Congratulations yep. on that. Yes, big thanks to our Patreon-level producers. We couldn't do it without you guys. Mike DiPietro, Stephen Toomey, Carl Rasmus, Lini Granley, Chris Howell, Martin Savage, Jim Payne, Adam Benjamin, Brian T., Trevor Ingerson, Chris Carter, DeBig Gaffer, Bobas Coon, Jeff Angus, McHusby, Ben Grant, James Holland, Matt Ritter, Oyvind Anderson, Jazz Binning, and Andy Penn. Of course, Andy is our newest Patreon producer. Big thanks to you. Don't forget to subscribe to the Always Cheating Podcast. As you said, Josh, we're just rubbing up our preview content so you don't miss a single episode as they come out. Hit that subscribe button on iTunes, uh, also known as Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Subscribe to us there. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Acast, wherever it is that you get fine podcasts. And if you have a minute, head over to wherever you get that podcast and give us a five-star review, write up a review, whatever you can do. We really appreciate it. And yeah. Josh, we're all over social media. Throw throw some social handles at us real quick. I will. And I realize that we've po- it's been so long since we last did a regular podcast that it has moved from iTunes to Apple Podcasts as a brand name, hasn't it? That's it's going to be confusing yeah. for a while there. Listen, uh, I, don't follow- get, I don't want us to get sued, so we're going to call, call it what it is. Likewise, uh, follow us on Twitter at Hail Cheaters, H-A-I-L Cheaters. Uh, Instagram uh, is also Hail Cheaters. Facebook is Facebook.com slash Always Cheating. You can email us, HailCheaters at gmail.com, or visit the website where you can find episodes, uh, links to reach out to us uh, if you want to talk about anything uh, across the board. Right, Brandon? Love advice Indeed. or sponsoring you you name it the whole gamut is available <laughs> from from sponsorships <laughs> to love advice like that's what right. a spectrum that is incredible i know yeah that's true uh all right so uh we'll see you guys all um very soon and uh hopefully these predictions were uh i don't know entertaining does anyone gamble on this kind of stuff but hopefully if you are gambling on it then i hope it was uh useful <laughs> probably it's wasn't. a lock yeah. <laughs> all right Thank right, you big, for big hail, big hail to Oliver Norwood, my man, my friend. Yeah, all hail Norwood. We're all Nor- Norwegians now. <laughs> Norwegian Norwood? It's not bad. It's a Beatles song, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Brad, I will see you soon. <laughs>